everyone, this is Sandra Costa and this is TQ Talks Podcast, a place to stimulate the discussion about innovation and inspire new ideas and collaborative solutions to modern society. In this episode, we are going to talk with a professional that works as a senior consultant in Agile Methodologies in Elaborate in Sydney, Australia. After working many years in quality assurance activities in development sectors, today our guest helps businesses to achieve greater results through the adoption of Agile practices. Let's know more about the innovative work of Evelyn de Moraes. Welcome, Evelyn. Hi, Sandra. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, it's such a pleasure to be able to connect with you and with this beautiful community. Oh, thank you, Evelyn. It's really nice to have you here. And I'd like to start this conversation knowing more about your engineer and quality assurance activities that you had before uh, this work with Agile Methodologies. At that moment that you worked with this, activities. How do you see the importance of quality assurance to innovation development? Oh, there is a lot of importance. Uh, quality assurance establish guardrails uh, for the teams so they can safely do their work. So, and that enables them to innovate. When the team doesn't need to worry about the results of what they are doing, because um, we have controls in terms of testing in the pipeline, or different activities that happens throughout the software development lifecycle, they have more space to think outside the box and to do new things because they have it safely, um, it's safe for them to deploy what they're doing. So quality assurance is definitely aligned with innovation. It's like a back of activity helping them, like a, yeah, yes. like a, a defense maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I do say that it's um, it is when you have uh, when you're doing um, a in circles, for example, and then you have that safety net. So that's quality assurance. So it's something it's a tool that is there to help you to perform your activities, knowing that you'll be safe. Right. And now, Evelyn, you are working with agile methodologies, like I said in your presentation. How was the process? When did you start to work with that or to, to be interested in that? And in, in your opinion, what are the main benefits of Agile to technical departments? What are the main issues at the same time? I started working with, with Agile because the company that I worked for, they, um, they started to innovate in how they were working. So at first we worked um, developing hardware and products. And then when we became um, providing solution in the cloud as a service, we shifted how we were doing the code, how we were uh, doing the development. And in my perspective, I think that Agile really needs quality because in order for you to do something quicker, you need even more quality practices in place. So it helps you to, again, to do things uh, faster, knowing that you're not causing any issues down the line. So quality and agile are really connected. Uh, so it's like driving a car at 60 kilometers per hour and then suddenly going to a Formula One. Uh, maybe you know what you need to do in theory and, and you safely, you have done it safely at 60 
kilometers per hour, but then when you are at 300 kilometers per hour, the decision-making process must ha, needs to be a lot more shortened and quicker. So that's how I see Agile in um, quality assurance relating to Agile, because it is practices that enable teams to do things at a different pace. So it, you need a lot more guardrails to make sure that when you're doing that, you're not causing problems in your pipeline. So uh, I do believe that Agile brings um, the benefit for companies to deliver value quicker to the customer. So if you're thinking about constantly deploying new features to the client, the client can start using the features and then benefit from it. Uh, and I think that the main problem or the main, yeah, the main, the main issue for teams is to, to challenge how they approach the work. So in order for you to be agile, you have to shift your mindset and think about reducing the scope of work into meaningful pieces so you can iterate and, and do the work uh, frequently. So instead of building a whole product and then releasing to the market, you can start releasing new functionalities per time. Yes, with my experience, uh, Evelyn, with Agile, I remember about that sometimes we needed to really to make like small pieces of each delivery. And sometimes that makes something really specialized in each part. It was difficult to, to see the project as a whole. I think that, like I said, quality assurance maybe could have this approach of helping understand the purpose of each project and maybe to understand how the connections the teams yeah connect yeah, each other yeah. yes yes that's definitely one of the the biggest um challenges that we have combining agile methodologies and quality assurance because you need to see what is the value stream and how your team is delivering value and how that whatever component that you're working will integrate with other components. So it is really important. And this is uh, something that the engineering background helps me uh, to work with the teams because I have naturally, I bring this end-to-end -end approach to things and this mindset. And today, Evelyn, you said to me that you work as a consultant and help implement agile methodology in back office activities, in back office areas. What are the main struggles that these areas face in the mindset change? Because, yes, it's a completely different yeah. way of working. But once implemented, what are the main achieved results? Yeah, I think like any development team, uh, business teams, they can um, benefit from adopting agile methodologies. And the main issue is exactly how do they break their work into smaller pieces. So it is a lot of innovating in their ways of working. So, for example, I worked with a um, budgeting team, a finance team that they did budget and they had to do the budget for five years, 10 years for the business. And of course, that's a projection and, and estimate it's not the actual budget that they, they will have so when i worked with this team we shifted the focus to do budget forecasting uh, so we were constantly doing small cycles and that helped the team so we had like a guideline for five years of budget but doing every three months helped everybody to understand the process that was the first step so people, because you do 
you do the same thing over and over, you really understand the process. You really understand what are the um, dependencies for that work to be done. And it makes it more comfortable because you're just estimating for three months period. And that has, you have a lot more control over three months than over five years, right? So yeah. people even feel more, um, they, they feel that they have more control on top of what they are doing and they feel more confident with the estimations that they are providing for like the CFO um, about the budget estimation. So, but again, like the main challenge is to rethink how they're doing their work. And that's where, you know, we need to innovate and we need to think, find uh, new ways uh, to do the same thing. And do you think, Evelyn, that there is more resistance in these activities than, for example, in development uh, activities? Yes, yes. But it's a lot because of bias, because uh, given that software development teams, they have been using Agile for a lot longer. Uh, so business teams, they come often, they say, oh, but this only works for development. We are not developers. And of course, if you want to be a pure Agilist, you will probably not be able to implement um, Agile in a business team if you're purely an Agilist and you think just as per the frameworks dictate. However, if you think about enabling the teams to do things in different ways, and if you think about adopting what will help the teams given their context, this is what will make the teams less resistant because they will see the benefits and more open to adopting Agile, and then they will definitely benefit from um, transitioning into these new ways of working. And Evelyn, how does your technical background support your actual activity? Well, you said that you have this logical approach to understand end-to-end, -end, but do you, do you perceive other uh, benefits to comprehend the to cooperate this implementation of agile methodology in companies and how innovation is settled once the same agile culture is implemented in each and all departments of a organization i believe that my engineering background helps me uh, to bring a systematic approach so i have this systems thinking approach which is to see things from an end-to-end -end perspective and this value stream and understand how the work flows. So when I come to work with some teams, a lot of times they only think of the end customer and they don't understand that the real customer is the other department that is consuming whatever activity that they are doing. Mm -hmm. So it is a little bit of um, changing this approach with them to help them to understand. And we, we oft, often we talk about having a definition of ready and definition of done. So in a lot of companies, you will see that um, people don't have, uh, there is a, a little bit of conflict in terms of roles and responsibilities. And it is a bit hard for teams to understand what is their um, entire scope of work. So when we define this, definitions of ready and definitions of them, the teams, they feel more comfortable to say, so I did all my work as per our agreement, so it's done. And now I'm handing this over to some other team that is going to keep the work with quality because when you, you define that there was an agreement that that was what you're going to deliver. Uh, so the teams there are more capable of 
continuing the work. And then if something goes wrong later in the process, um, it's a lot easier as well to identify where the problem happened. So all these perspective, definitely uh, um, my engineering background helps me to, to see all of in, in this way, as well as being able to find new ways um, because engineering is a lot of solving problems, finding new solutions to problems. So this also helps to ask the right questions. So I'm all the time asking questions to people and mainly when people don't understand the value or they challenge the benefit of adopting Agile in their ways of working, I'll always ask questions and this will help them to rethink the situation. So once you have um, teams or the entire company adopting these new ways of working, because you have consistency in how you approach the work and you have small deliverables, it's a lot easier to predict um, and to to predict how you're going to deliver your work and it gives you more space to innovate. So a lot of the agile practices, they do have space for innovation. So they have like, um, they can be hackathons or something. So you have a time dedicated for you to think about what you're doing and how you can do it better. What can I do to make things better in wh whatever work I'm doing? So you have that space that is set uh, on your calendar that is to allow you to rethink about your process, for example, and do things differently. So I do believe that once um, Agile is established and the teams, they know how to do their work, they have more mind space to innovate. Because in order to innovate, you, you need time, right? Yeah. And you need to be able to stop and, and think. Um, so when you have control of how you're doing your work, definitely, you are allowed more time for innovation. When I started to work, I worked like for two or three years with agile teams. At that mm -hmm. time, I didn't know anything, but I remember how interesting it was to put all teams together in some rooms and to discuss all the difficulties, Sorry. all the yeah, opportunities, and to have all these like group works and it was yeah. really different from the traditional way that I was learned to work yes. so it's I, I think that you, what you said about innovation it's all about of course the same culture but also the opportunity to talk with different teams and maybe to have this brainstorming and yes. of course observing opportunities so yes, yes. And, and one of the basis of the Agile is to do the planning with the team. So um, back in the days when I was working as an engineer, when I started working as an engineer, the plan would kind of fall into whatever I was doing. So someone would tell, would bring the plan to me and would say, this is what you need to do. And these are the dates. Uh, and then in Agile, you involve everybody. So you give opportunity for more people to contribute and with that of course you can do a lot more so evelyn right now we are going to our final session of this conversation and i have some common questions that i do to all my guests here in tq talks and i'd like to know if you have any suggestions of books or films that talk about the theme of innovation 
Oh, that's that's a, a hard one. So what I do like is to read some books that give me tools that I can then use in my work to innovate. So not necessarily uh, books that talk about innovation, but they do provide tools that help me to innovate when I'm working with my teams. So some of the books that I find quite um, interesting that I read recently, one of is uh, it's called Team Topologies. Uh, and it's a book that talks about how you structure the teams in a way that supports delivering value to the client. Uh, and how sometimes the structure of the teams, they can, uh, they block communication. So it's quite interesting to see how different teams can, how the teams can operate in different ways and what is the impact. Um, another great book called Leading Quality, um, which talks about quality assurance and what is the importance of quality assurance. And it talks a lot about the differences between quality assurance and testing. So it's quite good as well for companies that are going through the transition um, and adopting quality assurance to give them insights on how they can innovate. And uh, the last one is a book that I really like. It's called Measure What Matters. Because one of the important things about what I see about the work that I do is not only to do all this great work, but measure the success. How do we measure what we're doing and what is important? So find the correct, the right metrics um, to measure what we're doing. And I think this, yeah, these three books are um, quite good. Great suggestions, Devlin. Thank you. And I'd like to know if you have any final message to leave to the, our audience about innovation, about thinking differently, mm -hmm. change. Yeah. I remember once I was talking with someone and I said, oh, I'm not really creative. And the person said, of course you are creative. You're just disconnected from the creativity uh, that lives inside you. Uh, so that person gave me a lot of advice of how to use some tools to keep trying to make my brain active for innovation. And then I realized how we have so many opportunities in our day-to-day -day activities to innovate to do things differently. So, uh, and and then I realized that the real thing was because I always thought that innovation was something big and some something really transformative and a huge project or a huge new technology or something so big, uh, I quite often underestimated my innovation process. So once I shifted my mindset into finding new ways of doing small things. I believe that uh, my brain is quite more open to find new ideas and find new solutions. Um, and um, another thing which I find quite uh, interesting is to work with children because children, they don't have the boundaries that life imposes to us, right? So they don't have the limitations or they don't, they don't know about those limitations and they are more, a lot more connected with their creativity. So it's nice to talk with children and ask them questions and see how they think. I believe that that also inspires us to innovate. So I think, yeah, think small and start from there and then big things will happen. 
great ideas, uh, Evelyn. Thank you very much. And thank you for your participation here. It was really interesting to know how agile methodologies are going to new frontiers, you know, when yes, yes, challenging yes, other teams. Yeah, it's really nice to, to, to yes. understand these possibilities in companies. So congratulations. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, it was a pleasure and it, it was really good and challenging for me to think about the work that I do and how it's related to innovation. It sounded, it, it came so natural, but at first I thought maybe it's not related. And then I thought, oh, it's everything is related and it's all related. And it was like, wow, <laughs> great moment to, to realize this. <laughs> good to know that. Thank you. Thank you. This was episode six of season two of TQ Talks podcast. Every two weeks, a new episode for you on your favorite podcast platform. To learn more about TQ, visit tq.com.